silence. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Boo-boo. May I have your attention, please? Clear the floor, because our forever queen of morning radio, the one who says it like it is and doesn't give a shit, the motherfucking real deal, Miss Kicking the Door, Waving the 4-4, now has a podcast, and it is on fire. Make way for the one, the only, Miss Nah. So, your girl had a birthday on the 11th. If you a fine, fine gal, it's your birthday. You a fine, fine gal, it's your birthday. So, let's toss in happy birthday, eh? And it was a really good time. Of course, I was surrounded by family. Because ain't nobody got time to be out there in these streets hanging out with, you know, people who don't know how they've been quarantining and you catching some bro bro. Nobody needs that. But it was, <laughs> it was with family. Uh, my my siblings, those that are in Texas, uh, the nieces and the nephews, and two cakes and a seafood boil because the Cancerian needs a grab. Yes, she does. Food was great. Uh, drinks were great. We made this drink called uh, a pink bikini. Ooh, bitch. Let me tell you about that. Okay, let, let me let me give you let me give you the ingredients. Okay, so you need raspberry lemonade. I'm hooking y'all up here. This drink is bomb. You need raspberry lemonade, you need amaretto, and you need Malibu. Haha, right there, right there, right there. Uh, the measurements, Charlie, put it together any way you see fit, okay? We had a, a recipe that we followed, and it was bomb. But even the next day, my sister made some. She did not follow the recipe at all, and it was still bomb. Okay, so those are the three things that you need. Put it together, mix it, pour it over ice. It's called a pink bikini. Holla at your girl. Let me know how you like it, okay? So we had that. We also had, uh, we love playing board games <laughs> in my family. Especially after we eat good, we love to play board games. So my birthday was pretty mild for, you know, yeah, this former party girl like myself. But it was perfect. It really was. So shout outs to everybody who sent me love. If you sent me a message, if you posted something on my timeline, if you called me, I really do appreciate it because we all know that people have their own stuff to think about in this pandemic era. So remembering me on my birthday, I appreciate it. I really do. All right. So let's get down to business because I know y'all really came so we could talk about stuff, right? Okay, so let's talk about it. First up on my list, um, let's talk about these international students who might be deported. Uh, the article I read said that ICE was being called to start deporting foreign students from the USA if the, the universities or the schools they're attending are not offering classes on campus. And I saw so many tweets like, oh my God, how can you do that? That's so evil. That's so racist. Pause. Pause. Okay? Because the reality is when students from foreign countries come here, they come here with student visas. Okay? Let's just put it all on the table. They come here with student visas. Now, you are allowed to work only on campus. That is what your student visa gets you. You can only get a job on campus, okay? So once you graduate, they give you, I believe it's six months to find a job. Because yes, after you graduate, if you're able to find a job, your your immigration uh, category or documentation gets changed so that you can stay in the U.S. and work, okay? So 
here's a situation where uh, people haven't graduated. So they're still in the country on student visas. Now, if school is closed and everything is online, you can't get a student job on campus, right? Now, your student visa also doesn't allow you to get a regular job out there in the real world. So really, what's to be done? You see what I'm saying? So it's not like, oh, people are just being so evil. Oh my God. Like, what are people really supposed to do? The government is out there trying to figure out if they're going to give people a second stimulus check. So you know that this country and the way they operate, they ain't got time to be thinking about no other country's uh, citizens. So it's like, go back home. I'm sorry. It makes sense in my mind. Okay. So I was really pleased to find out that some other folks were stepping up to the plate to help out. Because if foreign students do stay in this country with a student visa and they can't work, they're going to end up becoming a burden on the government. The universities are stepping up. Shout outs to Columbia, shout outs to NYU, uh, my alma mater. They have created, and I think this is so brilliant. So y'all spread the word, let's put this out there and hope that other universities will follow suit. What Columbia and NYU have done is they have created a single credit course. So it's, it's a class that doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's just one credit. It really doesn't affect your GPA. Nobody cares about it. But they've created this one credit course that will actually happen on campus so that international students can sign up for it and not get deported by ICE. So I think that's brilliant. Really, really brilliant. And I mean, we can't look at one party to solve all the problems. So the fact that, you know, the universities who have been chopping the foreign students tuition, because I think foreign students, they pay either double or triple what U.S. residents pay to go to college. So if you've been benefiting all this time from these people's money, you better make a way for them to stay here. Because, I mean, yeah, ideally, if you know, things aren't working out, you should go back home. But the cruelty he lies in deporting these people, putting them on flights where they could potentially be infected. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm telling you, I caught a repatriation flight. There is very little social distancing that can happen on an aircraft. Let's just keep it real. We wore our mask. My mom had a face shield. She wore her face. We, like, we were covered up the entire flight, but still, it's recycled air that's just moving through the plane for hours. So, yes, round of applause for NYU and Columbia. I think that's a brilliant solution. Uh, if you're an international student, hearts go out to you. Hopefully, your school will follow suit, all right? Um, another thing that I really wanted to talk about, because <laughs> y'all are cracking me up the fact that y'all are taking this nigga kanye seriously i have decided in 2020 to run for president i don't believe you bro kanye ain't running for no fucking president i don't give a good goddamn if he tweeted it that boy's stupid kanye if you missed the tweets kanye put out there that uh, i will be running for president in 2020 get the fuck out of here can you imagine Kim Kardashian, though, as a first lady? She would fucking slay. <laughs> she would slay. She would. But let's be serious here. We all know that running for president is not just, 
for every Tom, Dick and Harry. Like you can't just get up and do it. You got to meet certain qualifications. You got to submit uh, paperwork by certain deadlines. And you can't tell me that Kanye has submitted that paperwork or that there's still time to do it. He's not running for shit. He's not running for shit. And the fact that he would even just throw this out there knowing it's not possible at this point in time, it's just more messy Kanye. And I'm just like, bruh, can you stick to the Sunday services? Like, I'm really sick and tired of him. He and his wife. It, it seems like they just get bored. And every once in a while, they just do something dumb. Kim was like, ooh, I'm take my clothes off. Hey. Kanye like, who want to say something stupid? Hey. Like, it's just, ugh. Make music. And she needs to stick to getting her law degree and getting the black folks out of jail so we can like her. Like, that's it. I'm I'm really, really done. But I was not surprised to see Chance the Rapper uh, talking about it like it was possible. Like, he really sips the Kanye Kool-Aid and he needs to stop because I love Chance. Don't you love Chance the Rapper? Like, he's one of those smart rappers <laughs> i was looking for the word i was like no he's, he's one of those smart rappers you see what i'm saying so when he's uh tweeting like who would you vote for biden or kanye i think Con- Sh- shut up shut up kanye is not gonna run for any president because look the niggas that vote for him would be stupid because kanye is a black donald trump Uh, Maybe you have heard that Kanye took some political courses that I don't know about, but he's just as ill-informed as Donald Trump is. Donald Trump is a reality star and a businessman. Kanye West is a businessman and a man who loves the limelights. They're the same people. I don't see how Kanye would be better for us at all. Maybe he would change the U.S. national anthem, put some bump in it. What else is he going to fucking do? I don't know. So I'm not here for Kanye and people that are talking about on the internet. Please stop. Please stop. It's not, it's not even a serious discussion that needs to be had. So let's just move on from that. Okay. Now the real tea, I got about two or three messages like, yo, nah, are you going to talk about this? And that was for the last podcast. And the story had just kind of come out and I was like, no, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it yet. I'm going to see where it goes. And then if the story develops any legs, I'll talk about it. Well, bitch, it, it got like eight legs. It's, it's like a spider. Fuck that. Fuck a spider. It's like a millipede. This story grew legs like nobody's business. Of course, I am talking about Entanglement 2020. You and I decided we were going to take our space and what happened. Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August. An entanglement with August. So let's start at the top. <sighs> the story first broke because August Alsina decided that he was going to do an interview with Angela Yee, who is a horrible interviewer. Let me just put that out there. But anyway, it was like... The most annoying interview ever. He was sitting there looking like he couldn't decide on the hair color that he was going to rock with. That stupid hat that he had on. He was sounding foolish. I gave myself wholeheartedly. Nigga, you were a fuckboy. I don't care what you thought it was. You were a fuckboy. Jada Pinkett Smith, 
was still Will Smith's wife. So I don't know what he thought was really going to happen. Like, play your position, okay? But he sounded all heartbroken and so emotional about this relationship with this married woman that took a turn that he didn't expect it to. What? How many times have you heard of some married nigga or some married chick leaving her well-paid husband of 20 dump dump years to be with a little boy like you like i just didn't understand why he was talking about it because he just sounded naive there have always been rumors surrounding will and jada and the fact that they have an open relationship and they bring other people in to their uh sex dungeons or whatever basically they be fucking other people the rumors have been there for years so i wasn't I wasn't like, oh, do you think it's true? Like, I believed it. I believed it. I just didn't know why he was disappointed or shocked that, like, it ended. Isn't that what flings do? They end. It just seemed very opportunistic that he was talking about this thing when he had an album that was coming out or he had an album that had dropped. So I was like, whatever. Go on, fuck boy. Like, I just can't. Then Jada says she's bringing herself to the Red Table. And I really haven't watched Red Table Talk in a long time. But I was going to watch this one. Yes, I was. (laughs) And I know everybody did. It must have the best ratings out of all the Red Table Talks. Before I watched it, I watched the previous episode. And it was a Father's Day episode. And I watched it. It was about 40 minutes of what seemed like such a beautiful love connection between Will and Jada and these amazing children that they had raised, you know, and had turned out to be amazing, opinionated, successful uh, 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 human beings. You know what I'm saying? So as I watch it, and I'm not even going to lie, I got teary-eyed at a couple of points, you know, where Will was talking about his kids because it's beautiful to see uh, uh, parents love on their kids. It's really beautiful. So I was touched. But then I was like, God damn it, Jada. Like, the very next episode after you gave this man an amazing Father's Day Red Table tribute is to now embarrass him and yourself it was like damn jada god damn so anyway after i finished watching the father's day i jumped straight into <laughs> entangle gates okay we're going that's what we're going to call it entangle gates and jada basically told how yeah they had a relationship And she was trying to be really coy about it and call it entanglement. And Will was not letting her slide at all. He's like, Jada, cut the bullshit. Like, what the fuck does entanglement mean? Of course, he didn't cuss at her. Because if you've ever watched him on Red Table Talk, he talks about the fact that he grew up in a household where his father used to beat his mom's ass. So he was determined to never raise his voice or cuss at his spouse. So he didn't cuss at her. This is me. This is what I wanted him to say. (laughs) but he did it but he was like come on jada like what do you mean entanglement she was like relationship okay fling all right so let's address it so they cleared up the stuff that needed to be cleared up no will did not give 
him permission. It was when they were separated that she got with August Alsina. And as soon as she and Will started to repair their relationship, she ended things with fuckboy August. It seemed like a pretty thorough interview. Like they covered everything that needed to be covered. They had the cute little, you know, we ride together, we die together, bad marriage for life at the end, fist bump kind of thing. And this is what I took away from it. Okay, because I know a lot of people were saying that, oh, Jada fucked up. She preyed on this boy. He had mental issues. Da, 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 da. I'm not trying to hear that. Okay, because Jada was also going through a breakup with Will. So she was just as broken as August Alsina was. Maybe not as much, but she wasn't thinking correctly. Okay, so I'm not trying to hear that. I don't see her as a predator or anything of that sort. What I do find repulsive is if you listen to the red table talk you will hear will smith say that they first met august or august first came into their lives through their children that's nasty it would have been different if they had just met august at, at some party you know and they kind of knew him and he didn't know the kids but he came to y'all family through the kids. So this is either Willow's friend or Trey's friend or Jaden's friend. This is your children's friend. You don't fuck your kids' friends. That's disgusting. Like everything else, I'm cool with. If y'all got an open relationship and y'all want to share the 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 JJ and the dingling with whoever you want to, that's your business. But come on now. There's gotta be a code somewhere. Cause I'm like, besides Jada being hurt and August being hurt and Will being embarrassed. Can you imagine how their kids feel? That their friend was fucking their mother? It leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. Like, for real, I want to go brush my teeth right now and gargle. That's disgusting. But that was your kid's friend. You could have found another penis to go rotate on. So, ill, ill, and ill. But you know... He was not playing when he said, I'm going to get you back because Will Smith was pissed. He might have been smiling, but if you looked in his eyes, he said, oh, Jada, oh, Jada, I'm going to get you back. Because look, nobody's saying Will Smith is innocent. OK, there have been plenty stories of Will Smith swinging both ways and having the time of his life. However, nobody ever did a fucking interview. And embarrass them, okay? That's what I'm saying. So look, he is going to get Jada back. But the moral of the story is, it's not revenge, no. The moral of the story is, fuck with people who are on your level, okay? Fuck with people who are on your level. Whether it's, say, some sexting or some running money thing, fuck with people who are on your level. Because if you mess with people who are beneath you, People who have, like, nothing to lose. If they need to use you, they will play you. And August said, you know what? I'm not going to take my heartbreak like a man. I'm going to be a bitch. And I'm going to use this shit to create some hype and some buzz around me. So that when I drop this new music, eh, 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 it's going to be bumping. You see what I'm saying? Fuck with people who are on your level. If Will and Jada had said, okay, we're going to mess around with some, 
I don't know, Oprah and Stedman. No, that's too old. If they say, okay, we want to creep with Jay-Z and Beyonce, do you think it would have come out? Do you think Jay-Z or Beyonce would have been running their mouth because they got new albums? Do you think Beyonce would have used it to promote Disney Plus? <laughs> Do you think she would have said Mia Will was bumping booties just in time for the gift to drop? Fuck no, she would not. You gotta fuck with people who are on your level. So it begs the question Was Jada just really, really stupid? Or is Jada not on that level? Because let's keep it real. The the fame that they have is Will Smith's doing. Like the kids have done more than Jada. <laughs> let's keep it real, okay? Jada had what? Hit movies from the 90s. And that's about it. And then she had that miserable rock music career where she thought she was a punk rocker and she was going all on tour. Like Willow Smith has done, <laughs> has done more than Jada. So maybe Jada just wasn't on that level. And so, you know, August was much more her speed. I don't know. But look, whoever you fucking be like Jay-Z and Beyonce, because we still don't know what the fuck really happened on that elevator. All right. You know what time it is. Cue the drums. All right, y'all, this is what we call GTTW, Ghana to the world. All right. There's a lot of really good news out there. Go ahead, GH. (laughs) I love to big people up. Uh, Let's start off first with my homeboy Blitz the Ambassador. So everybody knows that he played a a very big role in Beyonce's Black is King uh, that will be hitting Disney Plus on the 31st of July, the most fantastic month of the year, my birthday month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but there's other news uh, of surrounding Blitz, apparently. So he just decided that he was going to sign with CAA, the biggest agency for creatives. And not just create for athletes as well. So basically anybody that you love as a superstar, as a super athlete, is signed to CAA. So, um, yeah, I, I, I guess Blitz, you know, realizes how big of a fucking star he is. It was like, you know what? I need me some top brass agents supporting and, and, you know, doing the work behind my brand. So kudos to him. I'm pretty sure it's going to lead to, uh, a lot of other fantastic deals because he's been doing pretty good, uh, so far. He was formerly with Paradigm Agency and yeah, look, look at what he did with that. You know, you see what I'm saying? He got Burial of Kojo, um, signed up under, uh, Array, which is Ava DuVernay's company. Um, yeah, like he's, he's doing all right. So I'm very excited to see what him signing with CAA will lead to. All right. Oh, side note. Um, I did speak to Blitz while we communicated over the internet and he knows that I need him on this podcast. There's so many questions I want him to answer. But of course, he said he's super busy right now. He has a couple of deadlines to meet. And I'm pretty sure it's in time for, you know, it's got to be for the 31st. So once he's done with that, he'll holla and then we'll chit chat and chop it up. I Blitz has always been a man of his word. So yeah, I see it happening. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, so, so excited for him. Another person, another GH representative that I am super stoked for is none other 
than the homie DJ Jules. Did y'all see this? <laughs> so he tweeted about it. And Jules is now a voting member for the Grammys, y'all. The fucking Grammys. I don't know if they're going to be creating an Afrobeat category or if he's going to weigh in under, you know, like the world music, you know, categories. But I still think it's a very, it's a prestigious thing to have bestowed on him for him to be, you know, one of the nominating members for the Grammys. So, yay. We see you, Jules. Um, lastly, <laughs> in our GTTW salutes, uh, Bozama St. John. Y'all know she is nothing to fuck with. That lady is a force to be reckoned with. And on top of all the other fantastic things that she's done for Uber <clears throat> and everybody else, she's recently signed on as the chief marketing officer for Netflix. And I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> super dope for us. Representation is everything. And you guys know, you guys and girls should know that she was very instrumental in the year of return. I believe it was her and uh, Boris Kojo. Like this was their brainchild that they, you know, kind of put into effect and then later kind of sort of handed over to the Ghana government or the Ghana tourist board to, you know, runtings although i hear there was some you know some small conflict i don't know i'm gonna get the tea on that and i'll tell y'all if there was but she's she's very much a child of ghana a proud child of ghana and so um we'll see if this leads to more you know uplifting african content being put on netflix there's already a ton in terms of nigerian movies you know what i mean but let's see what she gonna do and lastly, um, I want to salute a person who's not as famous as Blitz, Jules, or Bozoma, but um, he deserves to be acknowledged. His name is Dynasto Afido. I hope I'm saying it right. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. It's at the Dynisto, D-Y-N-A-S-T-O. Now, this guy, this Ghanaian guy, is... Uh, or has developed the first ever, like, <laughs> Ghanaian game. <laughs> it's a racing game. It's a car racing game. It's called RWC Volume 1. It's a racing game that uses Accra as the backdrop. And I was like, round of applause. That's super dope. Super, super dope. Because I'm like, yay, we need representation. And we definitely need representation when it comes to technology. Like, let's get our shit out there. Because I'm going to keep it real. The only, correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all could be mad, but I'm not, I'm not hip on games like that. But the only game I know that I have seen with my eyes that has used Accra or GH in any way is Monopoly. I used to see it all the time. There was this vendor who would always have a table at the Accra Mall. And she had, you know, Monopoly games for sale. And you know, like you can buy different versions of Monopoly. Yes, there's an Accra one. And I thought that was so fucking dope. I don't know what it took to get it made. I don't know if they had to, you know, apply through Monopoly and have it. I don't know. 
I don't know. But even Dawan cried. I was floored. Now, here's somebody who has created their own shit. They haven't created an, uh, uh, an Ghanaian or an African version. Like, Homeboy created this shit from scratch, from what I'm reading. So I'm like, go ahead. Go ahead with your bad self. Uh, the game is available on Android and iOS. So check it out. It's called RWC Racing Volume 1. All right? GTTW gone into the world. We salute. So I saved this for last because this has got to be the most repulsive thing I have ever seen or heard. This character has disgusted me from day one. He is vile. He is disgusting. And I am so glad that finally y'all have shut his little monkey ass motherfucking son of a bitch face down. This fucking cunt counselor Luderot or whatever the fuck his name is. What a piece of absolute shit. I have never looked his way not once because they're just certain people that Charlie to me they just they just they're shit and the fact that they even have the platforms that they do is just disgusting to me so if you don't know let me bring you up to speed so you understand my rage this fucking asshole went up on national television and I don't know what the fucking discussion was but out of his shit filled mouth he decided to say that certain rape victims enjoy the act of rape oh hell no look I'm not even gonna try and explain what he said because it don't make no sense to me it is wrong and this nigga been saying wrong shit since day one but guess what I blame y'all. Way too many Ghanaians sit around, let fuck people say fuck shit, and we just laugh and we think it's entertainment. I'm sorry, but there's some shit that just ain't fucking funny. He's someone that y'all should have been hemmed him up after an interview and popped him in the motherfucking mouth. He is constantly, constantly talking out his ass to women disrespectfully. Like... I know I've heard him talking shit about Lydia Forsen. I know, I know I've heard him talking shit about these other prominent female celebrities, like always quick to cuss somebody out because they ain't married or they ain't got, they ain't got children. Like he's such a Neanderthal. Like he's a Bushman. And the fact that y'all make this man sit up on TV and on radio like he's a fucking expert says a lot about you and your fucking standards. Gonna get it to fucking gather. Okay, get it to fucking gather. I'm glad that he's finally been shut down, but it should not have taken this long. This nigga been saying dumb shit. And I have to salute Amake. Amake was one of the main people leading the charge about, look, we need to ban this man from radio. The shit that he says is vile, it's destructive, it's harmful is dehumanizing the way he speaks especially about women oh i can't take it i really can't take it so i am so glad i don't even want to talk about it anymore if you haven't heard and you want to know what he said go find it it's out there on the internet i will not dedicate any more of my podcast to this piece of shit okay but i will let you know that it was was it the minister of gender and something i don't know somebody finally put out a statement and said look 
we are banning this man from media platforms. Nobody needs to interview him for shit. And I say, well done. Next time, don't take so fucking long. This nigga ain't even a counselor. He's not a counselor. You can tell he's not educated. I don't know about y'all, but you could tell when you listen to him speak that he's not educated at all. He dresses poorly. He speaks poorly. He thinks very little, but he has the biggest mouth in the fucking world. And he gets to come up and he's always on radio and, and on TV. It's like, y'all can't find no other guests. Y'all are stupid. Y'all are really fucking stupid for this nigga to be able to say what he said. But then... Y'all turn around or y'all want to interrogate Ikra Pimpulu. And I'm not saying that what she did with her son wasn't fucked up. It was fucked up as well. But how quick are you to check a woman, but you won't check a nigga? Because you don't respect women. That's what it really, that's what it really boils down to. Okay. Now I have time today. So let's talk real quick about what Polo did. Okay. Ikra Pimpulu is a Ghanaian actress. Uh, what's her name? Roseman Brown. That's her real name. Uh, she recently uh, came to everybody's attention when Cardi B was in, in the country last year and she was twerking for her, you know, and she called her, her 20 and they seemed to form a, a, a internet friendship kind of thing. Did I pay you this case? Now, I think it was either her birthday or her son's birthday, but she did this little they took a, a picture or as a photo shoot where she's kneeling down or squatting down in front of her son her, her arms are placed so you can't really see her boobs and stuff like you can't see no nipple she's clearly naked okay so she's squatting down naked in front of her son and she's holding his hand and he's standing in front of her and i'm like why it's just as stupid as fucking counselor luderat it really is. And for all of y'all who are saying, oh, but she's his mother. Fuck y'all too. Being someone's mother does not give you the right to violate them. Being someone's father does not give you the right to violate them. That child has rights too. Did he tell you that he wanted to be up on the internet in a picture with his naked mama? If she want to be naked, take your fucking naked picture and post it wherever the fuck you want to. Some of y'all need to be slapped. I know there's no manual for parenting, but this one too, we have to tell you this, which takes me back to the point I made earlier, is we do not protect our children in Ghana. We do not protect our children. There was no need for that picture. It was unnecessary, and it was clearly a clout chase. It was absolutely stupid, okay? So, when she put that out, y'all said, hey, Come to the police station. We got to interrogate you. We got to question you. But this nigga gets to say what he says about rig vic rape victims enjoying the act of rape. And y'all don't call him to be questioned. Y'all are full of shit. Y'all better call him to book. And we need to keep him silent. And then right after that, y'all need to be serious and go for that other nigga. That McKennedy guy. He's another one that talks a lot of trash. But y'all be having him on platforms like he's a real leader. The fuck out of here. And this is why Ghana has the problems that it does. And at this point, I need a drink. Ooh, mm -mm -mm. Talking about dumb shit, just, mm. yep, I need me a drink. I'm going to go downstairs and make myself a pink bikini. Look here. Y'all have a fucking amazing two weeks. And I'll catch you on the flip side. All right. My team is global, baby. So it doesn't matter where you are on God's green earth. 
hit us up all right for promotion advertising new music releases if you got relationship questions i i give great advice i'm serious all right drop me an email on fire at the gold coast report.com that's on fire o-n-f-y-e at the gold coast report.com you can spell that right you good you good or you can hit me up on whatsapp my number is 0508-747676. Don't forget, that's a Ghana number, all right? So make sure you put a plus 233 in front of that bitch if you internationally linking us. On Fire, the podcast is brought to you in collaboration with The Gold Coast Report at The Gold Coast Report. Artwork, Matthew Jr. Ade Mensa at Levi Mensa. We do not own rights to some of the music used in this podcast. Thank you.